Welcome to the Rise with Natalie podcast, a place for you to expand your world. I'm your host, Natalie Holbrook, an intuitive astrologer and transformational guide, and I am obsessed with all things that allow you to step into your greatest potential. It is my mission to teach you to use the cosmos to better understand yourself, your journey, and empower you to live as the magnificent universe of magic that you are. In some episodes, I'll break down the energy and the stars and how to best navigate them. And in others, I'll feature powerful guests whose tools encourage you to live your most abundant and aligned life. This podcast is to connect you with yourself, spirituality, healing, health, consciousness, and so much more with the goal of inspiring you to create your own heaven here on earth. I love connecting with you, so say hi on Instagram at risewithnatalie. And if you want to go deeper, download my video or written guide on how to read your birth chart or book a reading or a subconscious transformation session, all linked in the show notes down below. I hope you enjoy this episode and trust that there is always magic coming your way. Hello, my astrology loving angels. We are going to do a special episode today. We are going to be talking about Sagittarius season and what it means for each sign. And I am going to ask you guys to listen to this with your rising sign in mind because it is through the rising sign that we can specify really which area of your life is going to be affected and there's going to be a light shown upon for Sagittarius season. So I am recording this from beautiful Costa Rica. I'm in Manuel Antonio area for one of my best friend's weddings that I have the honor of officiating, actually. And it is so, so true to Sagittarius season because let's just talk about for everybody what Sagittarius season is and what it represents. So, you know, the zodiac really goes in this beautiful order of ascension through life and if we think about how we've just gone through Scorpio season Scorpio season is Scorpio season is one also I just love every season guys I love every season (laughs) like Scorpio Scorpio is all about going through the darkness and really looking at past wounds maybe there's triggers that come up I know for me I had a lot happening in terms of um, something with a friend who who went missing I uh, really dealt with some worthiness conversations with a new relationship that I'm stepping into and comparison and, you know, all of the the shadows that truly are hidden, but they're not looked at until a person or an event or something opens those wounds back up and they open them back up for us so that we we can heal them. Or maybe they were already a little bit opened. And hopefully, if you've done the work, if you've said yes to looking at some of those shadows or those deeper wounds, then you've been able to do some of the healing work around that. And I always feel like Sagittarius season is like the prize after Scorpio season because we go through these dips in our consciousness. We go through the dips of you know, feeling good. And especially with the eclipses that all happened basically during Scorpio season, 
there was a lot of change. I know a lot of people who went through a lot and that now we're in Sagittarius where those wounds are hopefully starting to heal over whatever it is that you went through is now not so heavy. It's like we've really ascended and we've been able to shed off some of those deeper heavy layers and Sagittarius season is really the light. It's coming out of the cocoon that is Scorpio season at times and seeing this is what's possible. It's ruled by Jupiter, which is the planet of expansion, of possibilities, of vision, of truth, of seeking, of really climbing to the top of the mountain and arriving at the top of the mountain and saying, look at all of this beneath me. Look at all of this wonder. And so right now, for all of us in Sagittarius season, it's a time to really look at what is it that you're creating? What are these possibilities? And to allow yourself to go bigger with your dreams, to step into more of the light. And maybe if there are still some of the pieces of Scorpio season that still need to be looked upon, that this is the time to say also, how is it that I can be the bigger person? Who am I being in every circumstance so that it's not about, you know, this happened to me, but really how do you look at things of this is happening for me? Sagittarius is very, very optimistic. It's very positive. It is always looking for the lesson and for the silver lining. It's never in a victim mentality. It's always like, oh well, okay, how do I move on? What's the lesson? And, and that's the thread that pulls us through all of this is what is the lesson that I get to take out of this? What is it that I get to find is, is really the rainbow at the end of the storm? It's also a time for traveling because Sagittarius is the archer. It's represented by an arrow in the sky where we say I shoot this arrow up and I know not where it will land, but I'm going to trust that that's where I'm supposed to go. And it's really expansion and travel of the body, mind, spirit. So whether you're traveling physically like me, I'm going to be, or I am in Costa Rica and then I'll be in New York and then I'll be in Miami. Like I'll be all over the place during Sagittarius season. And it can be, it can be that literal where we're actually physically traveling. And if it's not physically, then it can definitely be a time for you to travel within your mind. And what does that look like? That usually looks like taking a course or going back to school or maybe you've purchased a course but you just never signed up you never actually did it um and then and travel of the of the spirit and what this is is meditating it's deepening your relationship with god or the universe or your higher self or whatever you like to call it but really placing yourself in situations where you're able to see your spirit and feel your spirit moving into the higher dimension of yourself and moving into the person that you're really here to be. It's all about saying, you know, what is it that I am creating in my life? What am I creating? What am I co-creating with the universe? And taking that vision and making it grand, but also making it realistic to a point that the fire within you, because Sagittarius is a fire sign, that that fire can be so lit up that it's going to actually take action upon this and do something. So 
Without further ado, my darlings, let's move into the horoscopes of Sagittarius season because as above, so below. What's happening in the sky up above is also happening below here for us. So we are going to start with Aries. Aries and Aries rising. So Sagittarius season for my Aries babes, this is hitting you in your ninth house. And this truly is a time for you to be considering new opportunities for your life. The ninth house represents going back to school, studying, higher education, and also teaching. So if you're you know, considering some type of change, whether it's within your career or maybe within what you do on the day-to-day -day basis, this is a great time to really expand your horizons of, of what you do and of who you be. So doing anything that is going to take you where you feel like you're going to the higher limit and higher the higher level, you're seeing what are your limits now and how you can break free of those things. This is also a time for travel. Whenever the sun is moving through our ninth house, there's usually a lot of travel involved. Um, and it's really getting philosophical, getting philosophical, maybe even um, diving into some really good books that inspire you and that you feel like are opening your brain that, you know, allow yourself to just let your mind be exploded. Let your heart be exploded. Also Sagittarius season for everybody, especially for, um, anyone who is looking for this right now. This is a beautiful time to allow your heart to just be bombed with love. And if that's something that you want right now, if you want love in a romantic form, if you want love in a friendship or a familial, put that out to the universe that you are really looking for that love. But ask yourself, am I being that love as well? Am I giving that love to my partner or the person that I'm dating or to someone that I like or to my friends? Are you being that, that beautiful burst of love? Because then you will receive that yourself. Hello, my angels. Are you ready to dive deeper into learning astrology? Well, I have finally released my self-paced Cosmic Earth School of Astrology School, Level 1, where you will learn all about the foundations of astrology, the elements, the signs, the planets, houses, aspects, and how to read a chart and put it all together. I teach how I personally read charts, and I give you the guidance on how to use your intuition and become a powerful and transformative astrologer. There are nine modules and so many hours of fun and laughter and deep insight into this cosmic world. Visit risewithnatalie.com slash cosmic-earth-school or click on the link in the show notes. You can choose to be a student in the school or go deeper and sign up for an astrology mentorship with me. I can't wait to guide you into your magic on this cosmic journey. See you there, loves. So the other piece that's really important here for our Aries risings is that Jupiter is going retrograde in your 12th house. And the 12th house is the house of mysteries. It's the house of meditation, of spirituality. Also, it is a huge emphasis on mental health and how you're actually feeling, um, how you're taking care of your mental health. It's a time to look at any of the 
deeper traumas or wounds that are there that you're really ready to let go of. Um, and as Jupiter moves through here, it can provoke multiple energies and that one of them can be mental health, another can be addiction, and another can be creativity. And it can be deep spirituality. It can be a beautiful connection with God, with you know the universe, and it can be a connection to the other side. Now, as this is a retrograde, and remember, retrogrades are a time that we have the opportunity to redo things or review things, this retrograde is asking you to look at anything that is in that subconscious state of you and clear it to do whatever it might be whether that is going to some type of training, whether that's doing hypnosis, maybe making sure that you're meditating or doing yoga or walking on you know, the beach or on a trail or taking hikes, doing something where you feel that you are able to clear things out, but also doing them intentionally. Maybe this is like you're doing Psyche or EMDR or something to really get into that psyche of you. And I think I've mentioned this before, but I recently just went through the most incredible emotional intelligence and clearing, healing, leadership training of my life called MITT here in LA. And it was such an incredible experience to get into my subconscious and get pieces out of there by having other people support me through that. So if you're interested in that, go to mittraining.com, side note. Okay, let's move on. I could talk about it forever. So Taurus, my loves, Taurus Risings. This is moving through your house of transformation. So anyone who is a Taurus Rising, Sagittarius moves through your house of death and rebirth. So I wonder any of you Taurus, Taurus Risings, what you've been going through where there has been some type of death or rebirth. I know a friend who recently got married and she's a Taurus rising and that is even a death and rebirth because it's the death of her being single, right? And the eighth house is a place of not just transformation and, and it's not something to be feared, but usually this is where we do go into the depths of, of ourselves, the, the 12th house, the 8th house, and the 4th house are all the water houses. They're the original Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces houses. And so when we move through these, a lot of times there is going to be this elevated state of emotional awareness where we feel deeper, we feel more, we're just highly, highly, highly sensitive. So we're moving through this, this particular energy and it also has to do with taxes, with being in debt. It has to do with inheritance as well. And it even can be the death and rebirth within ourselves, but it can be death and rebirth with, with other people, other people who are around us. Uh, it's a very psychological time. And it's also a time, though, that your, your own gifts may be revealed and may be enhanced. So... This is definitely a time for you to be listening to your intuition and making sure that you're following your gut. Now, Taurus, you also have, Taurus rising, you also have Uranus within your first house, meaning that you're having massive changes in terms of who you are, the way that you show up in the world, the way that people see you. 
So don't be afraid of change because right now you're in the state of, of needing change. All right, my Gemini rising loves, wow. Uh, this is your season of relationships. This is the time that not just, you know, this doesn't just mean that you're going to be potentially entering into a relationship. The energy is there if you're looking for it to meet someone or to develop a relationship. It's 100% there. However, I would say that before even diving into that though, to really looking at what do you want in a relationship and are you showing up as the person who's ready to be in a relationship? Now, because your um, relationship house is ruled by Sagittarius, you also want to look in your chart. Here's a little hint as to finding what you want and what you desire in relationships. Look at your chart and look at where your Jupiter is placed. Now, this is individual for each person, so you can go to my website, natalieholbrookwellness.com, do map my chart, and then see where your Jupiter is. And where your Jupiter is, is going to show you the attributes of the type of person that you desire and will be best suited to be with. So let's say, for example, that you have your Jupiter in Pisces, then you want to be with someone who has some type of a Pisces energy to them. So maybe they are spiritual, maybe they are a musician, maybe they're very artistic, maybe they're very um, emotionally intelligent, you know, you would look for that. So you look at the ruling planet and then you move that to whatever planet that is, you then can, can try that. Now, Gemini Risings, you are also going through um, massive, massive changes within just who you are and the way that the world actually sees you. And so you're, you're actually changing on a cellular level. And this can be very, very difficult because it can feel like, oh my gosh, like all of a sudden this relationship didn't work out. You might even feel like this heightened sense of what you don't have because as Mars is moving back and forth through your first house, you might actually be feeling really alone. You might be feeling like your whole identity is changing, that people are seeing you in a different way. Or maybe you're feeling the opposite of that. Maybe you're feeling like you're really content within the person that you're dating or within your partnership, and that's incredible if that's the case. And I would recommend that you bring in, you know, allow yourself to take this time to shine a light upon if you are dating someone or if you are in a relationship, upon how could we make this even more open? How could we make this even more, and when I say open, I don't mean open relationship. I mean, do your thing, do whatever you want. But I mean open in terms of open communication because Sagittarius and Gemini are both major communicators and really looking deeply at, am I speaking in full truth all the time? And am I feeling as seen and heard as possible? And with the Gemini Sagittarius access, it's a beautiful opportunity to always be curious and to allow yourself to be both the teacher and the student and same thing with, with your partner. Okay, so our Cancer Risings. Now for you, Sagittarius is moving through your sixth house, which is your house and area of health, of your day-to-day -day routines, and it's also just what you do every single day to feel really good. So for you, this is your opportunity to look at, am I treating myself with 
the most love every single day. And as Venus is also moving through your sixth house and Mercury is moving through here, this is a really good time to actually make more money as well. So if you own your own business and it's time that you are, you know, posting or hosting a sale or that you're maybe attracting more clients in, this is a great time for that. It also is a time that you might want to look additionally at your, your physical fitness, looking at your health, making sure that you are walking every day or that you're moving in some type of way every single day because this is where you are getting blessed. And so it's a beautiful time to start new habits if you haven't already or making sure that you're just feeling really good with, with all of your habits. Now also for our Cancer Risings, Saturn is moving through your eighth house. And so as Saturn moves through the eighth house, this can sometimes be a difficult time where you're either going through some type of um, transformational process of a way of being that is basically being forced off to die within you. So there could be something that is an old sense of yourself that maybe you have some type of guilt or shame or repressed emotions around. And Saturn's, Saturn's been here for a while, you know, Saturn has been here actually for the last two years or so. So if you've been doing a lot of deep spiritual work, you are right on track and Saturn is going to be here for the next five months or so. It's almost out. So I would say for, for you guys, my loves, this is your time to really take advantage of the next five months of Saturn being here and of Saturn almost being gone because it has been a difficult time. It's been a lot of transformations, um, the opportunity to either find a new way of making money is definitely here and also the opportunity for um, being in a deeper relationship of a deeper level of intimacy. Really the eighth house represents transformation and intimacy, death and rebirth, a deeper level of intimacy either with yourself and your own soul, getting to know yourself, loving yourself more or with, with somebody else. All right, now, my fellow Leo Risings, as I am a Leo Rising as well, this is our time where the sun is really shining on our fifth house, which is of creativity, which is of love and relationships and partnerships, children. It's a time of fun. Like, this is really a time of fun. I, you know, my friend that I'm here in Costa Rica with, she also is Leo Rising, and she's getting married during... The, her time of the fifth, the fifth house is when the sun is shining through here. And it's always just a great, you know, I think whenever the sun moves through your fifth house, it's all about fun. So for all you Leo Risings out there, make sure that you are just having a lot of fun. And anything that is dragging your fun down, look it in the face and ask it why. You know, ask yourself, what is the story that I'm making up about whatever situation is taking me out of my joy? This is truly the time for you to be in your joy. It's a time for you to allow yourself to let things go, to be in bliss, to be in creation, you know, come up with a new idea and commit to it, follow through, you know, try it out and say yes. When people are asking you to do things, say yes. You know, this is truly a time to, to truly enjoy. And for all of my Virgo risings now, this is where the Sun and Venus and Mercury are all traveling together through your house of home. So I wonder how many of you are potentially moving or 
Maybe there's something where you're finally getting your home in order or you're rearranging or you're redecorating. And you know, the obvious piece too would be that if you have been traveling for Thanksgiving or if you traveled at all, that this would be very typical too, that things of the home would come up. That there is a focus on family. There's a focus on ancestry even. This is really a time for ancestral healing. Um, if, you've, if you've had any wounds come up where you're like, hmm, I've always felt this way, but there's not really a reason why I've always felt this way, then maybe that's not something that's yours. Maybe that's something that is within your ancestral line and your ancestral heritage, but it's for you to heal, but it's not for you to continue to carry. And I want to give you an example of this. For all of my life, up until the last few years, I always felt a deep sense of loneliness, and I never knew what this loneliness and this emptiness was all about because, you know, even when it reached its peak, I was dating somebody, I had, you know, tons of friends surrounding me, and I was like, why do I always feel this way? And I did a meditation, and I asked Spirit, I said, please show me what is this sense of loneliness, and I actually saw a woman who was Cherokee Indian, which I'm part Cherokee Indian, and in this, I did a, a deep meditation asking, show me what this, what this thing is. And this is something that you guys can do. You know, let's say that you have a sense of abandonment or self-worth issues or not enoughness, or like in my case, it was that, that feeling of emptiness and loneliness. And I asked, reveal to me where this is, if it's not mine, if it's ready to be healed. And in my vision, I saw that there was a woman who was being scalped like her hair was being cut off and, and shaved off. And she was then sent to an outhouse to live and abandoned and taken from her friends and family. And that she was then forever lonely and that this was part of my ancestral line. Now this is all meditation, remember. Um, but I asked this woman if, if I could heal that and if we could be done with this and if I could no longer carry that loneliness anymore. And she said yes. And... Since then, I really have not felt that depth of sadness and emptiness and loneliness that I felt before. And it's, it's really powerful what can happen when we tune in to these energies and let them go. So for my Virgo risings, if any of that resonates with you, you know, move, move into that and see what happens. Um, and also for Virgo risings, we have Gemini, uh, ruling your 10th house, meaning that Mars is also dancing back and forth through your 10th house of career. So you're also up for some career activation and potentially career change. Okay, so let's go into our Libra risings. Now, Libra rising, Sagittarius season for you. This is all about going bigger within your community. Now, this could be that you are in some type of expansiveness of the community that you have created, that you have built, or that you're building. And it's also deeply tied to communication. How is it that you are accepting the way that people are speaking to you? And a lot of times this has to do with family because the third house represents the people and the communities that are closest to us. I actually know two Libra Risings who are going through this exact situation where they're figuring out how is it that someone else's family or my own family are speaking to me 
And how is it that I am interpreting these messages? AKA, am I being defensive? Am I taking offense to things? Am I reacting versus responding? So for all Libra Risings, you really wanna look at how are you communicating over the next month and work on that communication piece and also look at is the way that I'm talking to myself something that's positive or is it also dragging me down? So really honing in on the voices that are surrounding you, that are surrounding you in your head and you being the jolly positive bag of of tricks I don't know why I have like lucky charms in my head <laughs> like being like the the little happy leprechaun sorry if that's like a scary image for any of you guys but I don't know I'm just seeing like this this happy thing where it's like even no actually I'm getting a visual of Disney like thumper like if you don't have anything nice to say don't say it at all and so that is the the message here for Libra Risings is like, even if other people don't have anything nice to say and they're still saying it, how you react and how you respond is going to completely shift the energy. You are source, you are in charge here. All right, so now for our Scorpio Risings, Sagittarius season for you is ruling your second house. And your second house is all about the way that you are making money and it's also about what you value. So this is a beautiful time to call in some abundance to really look at, you know, where is it that you are feeling that you get to ask for more, that you get to put yourself out there to be big and to not be afraid of of being big. Sometimes Scorpio rising people, they don't want to go all the way, but you guys have so much power. So this is, it's almost like this is your permission slip to go big or go home, to go big within what you ask for in terms of money, to uh, go bigger in your dreams, to go bigger in the way that you love yourself and even in how you indulge because the second house is all about indulging. It's about luxury. It's about enjoying the finer things of life and allowing yourself to really do so during the season Scorpio rising because sometimes during Scorpio season itself it can be a little bit tricky sometimes things can be hard for Scorpio risings and then when we get into the second house it's really about being in an abundance of love and also allowing yourself to to rest to be with family but also to really just feel comfortable it's, it's a lot of feeling comfortable and feeling at home so for our Capricorn risings, this is where your, your Sagittarius rules your 12th house. And this is very subconscious. So you might feel like, you know, you're ready to dive in to being in pure focus in something, even if it means that it takes you out of your social life for a little bit, that it's, it's a time for you to kind of go behind the scenes, maybe you are writing something, you're writing a, a book or you're writing new copy for your website or for Instagram or for something within work. But there's a time where it's really about you going behind the scenes. Now, it's also a very spiritual time as well. It has the opportunity to be because Sagittarius rules your 12th house. And it's a time for you to connect to the other side of the veil, to connect to God. And there's even this energy where it's the things that we feel but we don't see. So this is truly the time for you to, to listen to 
that voice that you're hearing, that if there's something that is nudging at you to stay up and do something or to get up early and do something, to, to follow that and to listen to that. It's also time to take a look at any mental health things that may also be coming up for you. And this was the same as Aries because Aries risings, you also have Jupiter moving through here. And so whenever we are moving through the time of the 12th house, there is an opportunity that, you know, some type of depression may come along or that you may feel extra sensitive because the 12th house is this time where sometimes things are very, very, very deeply embedded in us and we don't even know what we're actually feeling. Things could feel very dreamy or hazy or honestly, we could just feel really tired. Sometimes when it's 12th house energy, we just feel exhausted and it's just the moments that we feel like we need to rest more. So allow yourself to, to just get that rest and if you need to be a little introverted for a while, that's okay. Allow yourself to be and to just be and be and be. All right, my dear Aquarius risings. So Sagittarius season rules your 11th house. Now this is a very social time. It's a time for community. It's a time for being involved in things. It's usually very, very busy. I know whenever I'm in my 11th house time, it's it's like go, go, go. It's one social activity after another. And it's really fun and it's really involved. And it also is about you being innovative, about you saying, okay, what can I do that's that's new? And what do I do next? It's a time of collaborating. It's a time with getting involved with other people and putting yourself out there because you are who your network is. And this is the time for you to, to network. It also is a great time for you to uh, announce any deals or sales if you have your own business or to collaborate to really be seen. It's a time to allow yourself to open up more um, in your own business or maybe in your job, but to to allow yourself to be front and center and to not hold back. And lastly, my dear Pisces Risings, this is all about your career and your status in the world. It's how is it that people see you? What is it that people are going to remember you by? What is your legacy? So if you've been thinking about this a lot, this is the ultimate timing for you to go a little bit bigger with your job. Maybe it's that you are wanting to try out something new, or maybe it's time to ask for a raise or to raise your own rates. And you know, another piece that's very interesting here is that the 10th house, it also represents status. So it could be something about finances, and it also could be what is your status in terms of where do you live? What type of home do you live in? What type of clothes do you wear? Who is it that you date? In the olden days, the 10th house, before a lot of people were so career-focused and career-forward, the 10th house also represented who were you married to? Who were you dating? And so this could be a time in your life that something is happening or changing in your relationship status as well. So I would love to hear how Sagittarius season is going for all of you. What is your area of focus? What are you feeling? What resonates? How are you vibing with this season? I personally love Sagittarius season. I love it because it just feels, it feels fiery. You know, it's a fire sign and let yourself be inspired. Allow yourself to take in 
and and do spiritual rituals, you know, whether that's meditating, whether you're gazing into a candle, whatever it might be, journal, just write your big dreams out and commit to them. Let me know how it's going for you guys over on Instagram. Send me a message. Or if you'd like to book a reading with me uh, at intro, you can book a 15 or 30-minute reading with me on the intro app at a discounted price. And I hope you guys have a beautiful Sagittarius season. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to subscribe and if you learned something helpful, give us a five-star rating and share this episode with a loved one. And if you want more, visit the links down below to book a custom session or get my digital guides on how to read your chart. Remember, you are never alone or hopeless. The same force that guides the stars guides you too.